1: The sun is out at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta as we head into the first afternoon of official running here at the 2019 Motul Petit Le Mans meeting. IMSA Radio Trackside with the most live coverage extending right the way through to the big race on Saturday. Coming up next, it's our big race on Friday... The Fox Factory 120 is the headliner on Friday afternoon. We'll have it live in sound and vision. No bricks, no blocks across the world. But before we get to the race, we've got to find out how the teams are sitting, qualifying to come later in the week. But now it's time for free practice too. 45 minutes on the clock. That's what's next on the track around the world on IMSA Radio RS2 around the track on 98.1 FM here at Road Atlanta. The action comes next from Road Atlanta. Michelin Pilot Challenge
2: on IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited
0: Network.
1: Uh, let's head straight down into the pits, which is just to my left-hand side. If I look through the TV booth, which I can, which I can do uh, at the moment, that's just being set up for our colleagues at NBC. There's a good line, share, Adam, of cars already waiting for the green light.
3: It's well past halfway down the pit lane, as a matter of fact, John, with people so eager to get this session going. And for the first, uh, well, sunny practice session. I found a driver out of a fire suit, former champion and possibly the purveyor of the best lap we've ever seen around Road Atlanta when you were completely sideways, Billy Johnson. You're eligible to race in this series again. We've got Multimatic back this weekend. You're a Ford guy through and through. When are we going to see you back behind the wheel of a Ford? It needs to happen.
4: I don't know. I, it's great to uh, be back in the series. It's nice to have my driver rating enable me to compete in, in this awesome series. The racing is always great, so to be back at the season opener in Daytona was very special to me. And then to be back again at Watkins Glen was a blast. And uh, yeah, here to just hanging out, talking to people, trying to figure out what to do next.
3: Do you have your helmet with you this weekend? Was it? Do you have your helmet with you this weekend?
4: Of course, you always have your helmet with you, <laughs> <laughs> whether you're driving that weekend or not.
3: <laughs> uh, it's been such an excellent season in this series where we've seen one manufacturer run away with the Drivers' Championship, but it's been fairly even with the wins going through. Have you been watching at home and just drooling to get back in it?
4: Absolutely, and that's just what's so great about this series is the racing's close, the teams, the drivers. It's always very entertaining to watch and even more fun to be a part of.
3: Well, I hope you've been sharing your secrets about how to do a lap-long burnout with some of these guys so we can maybe see it later on in the weekend. Billy, thanks for the chat and good to see you back.
4: Good to see
1: you. Billy Johnson there down in the pit lane with Adam. will hear from Dinah Binks uh, in a wee while as well. Jeremy Shaw is alongside me. I well remember that uh, sideways celebration lap from uh, uh, Billy Johnson, uh, what, a couple of seasons ago now. And we've got a new Ford driver Uh, to this championship. Sebastian Priot, Andy Priot's son, Andy and Joe's son, uh, with us uh, this weekend. A young man has done... very well in the UK. We'll talk about him, I'm sure, as well. But out in the sunshine, with the temperature rising already in the early 20s Celsius, that's mid-70s Fahrenheit, uh, Dinah Binks is down in the pit lane to our left.
0: You'll be pleased to know, John, that I have taken the jacket off so I now have a polar shirt on, ready to meet the sun, as I greet Chase Briscoe from the number 22 Multimatic motorsports car. Chase, just having a, a chat with, your, well, a fellow competitor I guess, or uh, and running through your strategy for this practice session. Conditions have changed. What changes have you made, and what's your strategy? Yeah,
4: we don't really know what we're doing over here quite yet, but we're having a lot of fun, so that's the main thing. But, yeah, just uh, we were just talking about if he's going to qualify or not. So, Cindric's going to, I think, in the race, and uh, I guess Custer's going to qualify our car saw in the race. So, we were just talking about that. But, yeah, I don't this, I don't have enough experience to really know, uh, I guess, what the track's going to do, especially here. So, I feel like you know, this morning it was really cool, so it should have a lot more grip and now the sun's coming out kind of more like what we're going to race with tomorrow so i don't, I don't know what the right change to make is but hopefully uh we'll pick the right one but regardless gonna have a lot of fun in our ford mustang and uh hopefully uh have a good night good day tomorrow
0: well that's when the experience of the team comes into play to give you that information and yeah. feedback and uh and guide you with decisions
4: yeah absolutely you know we have a really good team obviously with Multimatic. they've done a lot in the sport so uh, it's nice as a driver that doesn't have a ton of experience especially uh, in the sports car world to, to come and have experience like that in your back pocket, so we'll definitely use it. And Like I said, we're going to have fun, that's the main thing.
0: As you said, you've not had much experience, so how would you describe this circuit here?
4: It's a really cool place. I wish, honestly, we came here in NASCAR. I feel like it would be a really good uh, road course. It's wide, it's got a lot of elevation, it's fun. It's really fun in these cars. I would assume it'd be the same in a stock car, so uh, another thing, it's a really nice facility. I, I never knew how nice it was, so I'd love to come race here in NASCAR. I don't know if that's ever going to happen or not, but uh, regardless, it's really fun in, in these Mustangs, and uh, it's a neat place, that's for sure. Go well, Chase.
0: Thanks for chatting. Yeah, thank you.
1: Oh, Xfinity or Monster Cup cars around here. Sign me up for that one. That would be fantastic, Jeremy. Can you imagine? It, it, it possibly could be chaos, as Chase just said it by ear, but I've just seeing the move around, I, I'm already, I'm already salivating at the prospect that, that uh, Chase Briscoe has just put into uh, into possibility there or suggested the possibility of should we say those big cars would be brilliant, green flag cars will start rolling out uh, here right now and immediately there are, we can hear the engines uh, already moving out of the pit lane off to our left hand side and I've everything, everything bar, not even 10 cars, I think, is in the fast lane at the moment. They want to get as much as they can out of the 45 minutes uh, of this session. Uh, a session that will take us ever closer to qualifying and the race for the Fox Factory 120, 2 hour race tomorrow. And uh, what a season it's been. The little Alpha, number three, headed the top, headed the uh, TCR times last time out, last session out and that car was first out of the pits followed by Guy Cosmo in the number four Mercedes-AMG and Tim Lewis Jr. in the second of of the Alphas and I, I think Owen Trinkler beat all of those cars out in the 46 car, certainly saw the TGM car right at the sharp end of the field. Best conditions we've had so far, Jeremy, but it's sunshine. In yeah. fact, as I say that, of course, we just get a little bit of cloud cover. Well, but no, uh, it's, it's lovely. The, yeah, the cloud cover
5: is definitely dissipating, uh, uh, I, I think, on a pretty consistent basis now. It's certainly, I think there's more blue sky we can see now than we could uh, even 15, 20 minutes ago. Agreed. Just go back to that in, interview with, with Billy Johnson, it, it certainly would be good to see him back in this series. He, he remains, will equal the, the uh, most winningest.
1: Most successful, most successful in successful. terms of race wins.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he closed, uh, race wins and top fives. Uh, Forty-nine top fives. Uh, he, 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 excuse me, uh, sixty-one top fives. Forty-nine wow. podiums uh, and twenty-three wins. So twenty-three wins is actually equal with Matt Plum, uh, but uh, the uh, yeah, uh, and really the, the, the only record. He, he doesn't not, most top tens was Scott Maxwell, who for many years was a teammate. Uh, and also most points scored dating back to 2001 would be uh, Scott Maxwell, but these, certainly those Multimatic drivers have a huge amount of success So that whole Multimatic team is uh, is ready to put on uh, put forward here two cars that are capable of winning this race, great to see but they haven't been full-time contenders this no. season which has been a shame, but it, whenever they have been here they've
1: run well It's Jeremy Shaw with John Heindorf in the booth Diana and Share down in the pit lane as we get up the speed. Already seen some really impressive times this morning with the just a little codicil that we have changed tyre supply since we were here last year. Michelin on board of course for this championship, hence Michelin Pilot Challenge and uh, that has made a huge difference. Teams now very used to This year's rubber. It's not just a case of bolting a different set of tyres on. If you ask anyone who has to swap tyre manufacturers, if they're going between series, the car setup changes. Possibly the way you drive the car changes as well. So, throughout the whole year, to have had the amount of lap records, I think well over 60 now in all IMSA championships. First flying lap for Owen Trinkler, 128-2. Not exactly hanging around there, Jeremy, for the yeah. first flying lap. Twenty-eight-two for Trinkler in the number forty-eight Mercedes AMG BMW M4 in second. James clear for the eighty-two Bimmer World Car. One twenty-eight-nine for him. So three quarters of a second as they get up to pace. Now I think I can only see one car in the pit lane. She or Die will t- will tell me. Is that the p- is, is that the s- Who's at the very far end, here?
3: That's the other Atlanta Speedworks car, not the 84 that we've been seeing all year, but the 94 that's come in with uh, Tyler Stone currently driving it. And the Turner Motorsport BMW has come into the pit lane oh, yes. as well. So both of the cars in the pit lane, blue and yellow, and now Turner is leaving. So make that one car in the pit lane.
1: Somehow I missed the bright yellow and blue Turner car. So I was looking all the way to the end and I could see... I'm not sure that second Atlanta Speedworks car is all okay because the four-way flashes are doing uh, doing a reasonable imitation at the moment of uh, a set of disco lights on that car. And it's just come out from behind the wall uh, as well. And so I, I think they might still be getting that car sorted out. We'll keep an eye on that as the times come in. TCR top time. Uh, Brick Casey Jr. in the uh, number 17... That's a stout time for the car that he, sa- he shares with Mikey Taylor, the JDC Miller Motorsports Audi. Yeah, good, good to see that car back
5: again with those two drivers at the yeah. wheel—Britt Casey Jr. and Mikey Taylor. They've uh, already had uh, one win to their credit this season and, and a couple of podium finishes as well. And Britt's only done three races and Mikey four. So uh, whenever they've run, they've been run up towards the sharp end
1: or at the sharp end. 14 cars in TCR. A field that has uh, stabilised. There's still more cars out there. We know there are. Uh, We lost a couple with EU reports, of course. Roadshagger Racing have continued running, effectively going back to running their own car. Uh, There's a couple of Golfs out there that we haven't seen for a wee while. There's a couple of other cars out there as well. And I know that uh, Herta Autosports have sold a Veloster, haven't they? We might see that next year. Yeah, they've sold at least a
5: couple of cars, I think. And and the... uh the, the, the big news recently, of course, is the news that, that Mazda is going to be in with a Mazda 3 TCR for next year. That's huge, I think. And, uh, and, and announced a, the driver as well. And announced at least one driver, yeah. It, the, the, the the champion from this year's Global MX5 Cup Series uh, is um, Brian Ortiz. Yeah. He's going to be stepping up to this with the uh, the road to 24 scholarship
1: money that he got as a result of winning that so that's going to be soul red, red that car is. then isn't it that's ah, the champion's yes, colour yes, so that's going to be soul red crystal that car Yes, it is. the car looks absolutely stunning I, I've yeah. driven the road car on which it was based actually on the Monday that that announcement was made uh, the Tuesday I think it was made on the Monday Mazda UK delivered me a Mazda 3 a ah. new Mazda 3 to have a run around in uh, that was with the Skyactiv-G engine not the very clever compression ignition Skyactiv-X which I'm waiting to get a, a loan off so that we can uh, uh, give that a bit of a real world road test. Um, I'm not sure that the real world road test has gone out on that Mazda yet but I have done one uh, suffice to say I was mightily impressed with that car the sort of things that you expect from Mazda Jeremy, it are you know slightly quirky design um, but clever design you expect a good driving experience from anything with the Mazda badge on it yes tick those two boxes straight away where I feel the big change positive changes come is and I say this without fear or favour the quality of the interior of that car is right up there with the very best of the German makes in that sector close your eyes you could be in something from ingolstadt or stuttgart or munich no doubt about that or or, of wolfsburg i mean it really is that good and the driving experience for what is quote-unquote a shopping car four-door family hatchback with just on 200 horsepower in the version that i drove it's pointy it goes where you push it the fuel economy was exceptional, and the, and the new sky of X engine is supposed to be fifteen to twenty percent better all round than that engine, so yeah. i can 't wait to drive that uh, that compression igni- ignition petrol engine so yeah it 's got a good, good base car red flag is out, and that is for the number eighty eight car that is off at. Turn number four, the 88 being the... Greg Leifuge. Yeah, the BMW of San Francisco-sponsored Stephen Cameron racing car. It's the BMW M4. So that's at the top of the S's, isn't it? Which uh, is rather difficult for us to see. So that's uh, a shame. So keep an eye out. We're, we're expecting to see that Mazda TCR, the Mazda 3 TCR will be... Uh, Racing next year in the Michelin Pilot Challenge so we'll see that presumably at the Raw which uh, we covered for you last year because there was a first round of the Prototype Challenge and that's happening again next year and we'll give you all of our broadcast details as soon as they are confirmed.
5: Yeah, it's going to be fun to see that uh, new addition to this uh, TCR field over here. And yeah, you know, it's been really, really good. It's been a, a fantastic championship in in TCR in 2019. The drivers' championship is certainly looking pretty good in the favour of Mark Wilkins and Michael Lewis, who got an 11-point edge over Shelby Blackstock and Tom O'Gorman in the uh, the best of the LA Honda World Honda Civic TCRs. But you know that's still that's still overcomeable, no doubt about it. But in in the, in the uh, manufacturers' championship. With wins in the last two races, that's certainly been really, really good news for Audi, which now has a four-point edge over both uh, Hyundai and Honda that are tied for second place. As I say, just four points covering those top three manufacturers.
1: So that is really, really good. Uh, While we have the opportunity, let's go down to the put lane, down at Automatic Racing. Not one, not two. I give you three Aston Martins, Tyna
0: I thought that would cheer you up, John. Three Aston Martins down here. I'm with David Russell, who's the team manager and owner, running these three cars. Um, running, how is it running three cars? I mean, most people are running around looking frantic with one car, but you've decided to run three.
6: Yeah, against all better judgment, we thought we'd run a third car this week, and the third car for us is the 99 car, kind of closing out the old R15 Vantage. So we're, uh, we're pretty we're, we're excited about that, right? But we're out with the old and in with the new, so this will be the final race for that car. So today for us it's just basically about checking a lot of boxes going through the motions with the driver changes um it's been textbook so far with three cars knock wood for sure so um we're just trying to build on what we have already we have reasonable pace we're pretty excited about that now we're just trying to work on mileage and a couple other details
0: the new cars are, are fairly new aren't they you don't seem to have had the maximum from them yet is that something that you're still working towards
6: yeah, so we took delivery of the world's first car over here, and and you know three days before Daytona, and that happens to be the '97 car this weekend, which is uh, known as chassis three, but it's really the first one in the world. So um, we were we're in a pretty good position. We've learned a lot about the car over time, right? Through a lot of help from Aston Martin Racing, they've really helped us out a ton, and we've got some guys that are that are uh, have really contributed that on on our end as well. Um, so. So, yeah, so I think the, you know, the car's shown pretty good pace all year. It's been very reliable. This 97 car, this very first car, has run every lap of every session from the beginning of the year, despite us taking delivery three days before Daytona, which I think is a big tribute to uh, what they're able to produce in the UK.
0: Well, what you've um, been able to do with so little time is is, is is great, but it's always a learning curve, isn't it?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's exactly right. It's, it's like you're constantly relearn stuff. Every single session we're learning something that's that's critical to the growth of the of the car and the team
0: well as we hit the sort of end of the season what's your plans for next year do you know yet
6: yeah so we're building on this program we have uh, a potentially a third car arriving in a couple of weeks so there's a there's a fair amount of interest and so we're trying to put together the pieces of the puzzle to run um, cars full time next year and, and run for the championship that's the goal
0: well that's great to hear we're big fans mr heinhoff's a really big fan of these cars just thought i'd tell you that
6: yeah yeah thank you very much it's uh we love the product and as you probably know we've been running the product since 2012 um and the guys at Multimatic at the time were kind enough to help us help us kind of kick that off
0: okay david thank you so much shay what have you got an Arrow
3: update, Um, just while these cars have been sitting in the pit lane, there's been an opportunity to stare at them, and to see some things that I didn't quite believe. Ryan Eversley asked for wing to be taken out of the rear of his car, so that sparked a little bit of interest, because it already looked pretty much par on even, so I've gone down and checked the other four Hondas that are running, or the other five Hondas, excuse me, all of the wing angles on the rear of these, the, the rear wing is already level with the roof, but the front of the rear wing, if you will give me that, the lip of it is equal with the back. There is no wing being uh, put into these cars, so very little downforce for the back. And it's just interesting, because you don't often see the setting number one for rear wings on these cars, and we certainly won't see that at, say, Sebring, but for running a road atlanta, all the Hondas are in agreement, and uh, what once looked like a madman move from Eversley (laughs) now looks pretty logical.
1: Uh, flat rear wing okay we we're, go- we're going for the speed guys and just hang on through the twisty bits okay we like we like that the 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 TCR cars in fairness their bodywork generates quite a lot of downforce so it, you're trimming it with that rear wing more than anything else. Fantastic news from Automatic Racing, I think that's an exclusive there, that they're getting a third brand new car and putting the deals together to run all three of them for the season next year, Jeremy. Yeah, great news I
5: mean, uh, Stalwood of the series is, is uh, David initially as a driver himself and now... For, uh, and Stalwood of Aston racing. Martin yeah, too. Well, that's, that's right and you know that car, this new car, the AMR advantage two fastest laps they've had this year the car's been super super fast but they just haven't put it all together in the races for a variety of reasons so they'll want to turn that around here this weekend um and uh you know and get the result that that car really does deserve
1: so still under red flag conditions as we're trying to recover that car from turn four
5: a messy day so far yes it has
1: been interrupted so that was uh, which, sorry, I've, I've completely forgotten which car we so said I. it was it was the BMW wasn't it yes it yeah, was Greg Leofuze Greg yeah. Leofuze which is really very unusual, unusual. well that is now being cleared so we'll hear the engines any second now as they start to roll out of pit lane talking about a little bit messy there's one or two cars that are nosing into the wall in a, what is quite a tight pit lane with all these cars for the Michelin Pilot Challenge mm. and the two Murillo Mercedes there one one of them was kind of a bit too
5: close to get, yes. to get right into its so that was a very jaunty angle wasn't it?
1: Yes and I I think that's the, is that the JDC the the JDC TCR car that was at a nose in angle and in fact that car's going behind the pit wall if it was the JDC car, the reason I'm saying that is we're sort of looking through two layers of glass, one of which is heavily tinted for our TV colleagues and and I'm sort of having to get used to the slightly different colourway that that produces but I'm pretty certain that was the JDC car going behind the wall uh, we'll get our pit team to sort that one out as Jeremy looks at the times at the moment dominated at the top by two front engine cars the Ford Mustangs Jeremy yeah indeed Car Marcelli fastest they car number
5: 60 that's the uh, the uh, core motorsports entry 125.6 fastest time this morning was a 125.9 set by Akil Rabindra in the number 09 automatic racing Aston Martin AMR Vantage so quicker than that already really good lap there for Carl Kyle Marcelli. was already got a, a win to his name this season a couple of races ago at VIR so looking to get back into victory lane. Seb- Sebastian Prio, second fastest then for the uh, Multimatic team in car number 15 in this session. Third fastest was uh, Trent Hidman uh, in the Porsche came Cayman GT4 Club Sport, car number 7 and a 26.3. and Then Owen Trinkler in the team TGM, Mercedes number 46,
1: a 126.4. And full sunshine now, Jeremy, back yes. with us again here, at least on the front straight at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. And thank you, by the way, for everybody involved in... Uh, and doing the signage this weekend, because right opposite us, all I've got to do is look out and see Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta and Motul, which reminds me of the things that are important as far as the things that we're talking about this weekend. A nice little visual clue there. Not having to stick anything on the window here. Yeah, right it's there. right outside on the pit straight, straddling the stripe here. We have no excuses, do we? No, no none. <laughs> it's a bit like when we're at Sebring and the paint that on the on the track in front of us, so we, we always know how many races have been there and what's going on. Now, the pit closed lights are flashing. Ah, yes, they're flashing, of course, on the other side of the track, just to remind people uh, to, that they are not to go into that. And also, I presume they're flashing on this side as well because it's the last practice session, just to just so people remember where they are more than anything else. So bright sunshine, temperatures rising, and a big weekend in prospect. Hello to right turn lover to Daniel Elpuri, Mitchell Brown. All of these people tuned in from various parts of the world. We had somebody in Germany, uh, uh, so right turn lovers in right in the middle of Europe, and. Bremen, Northern Germany, Jan 0077, tuned in, or Jan possibly, then in that case, tuned in to IMSA Radio, RS2, 98.1 FM around the track. So if you are coming to the track or planning to come to the track this weekend, dig out that old transistor radio and a set of headphones. The signal clearly heard around the circuit. ran round yesterday in the Porsche Cayenne Turbo that is... One of our team transports this weekend. Thanks to Porsche North America and Audi North America with a nice A5 convertible for Shea and Diana. Jeremy's got the crew bus. He's got the party bus this weekend. (laughs) But as you had a honking V8... Last race, yes, you've got to take the rough with the smooth, yep, Mister Shaw. This is true. That's that's rolling the dice at the car hire <laughs> counter, isn't it? <laughs> yes. But we are <laughs> sublime to the ridiculous. Yes, Jeremy is going to fill it full of Porsche cork memorabilia yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and make a fortune for everybody who wants it. It is there. By the way, there's been a few people asking about that. Uh, there is a cork store. In the cork store, you will find that online. That there is the Porsche cork memorabilia. If you're here at the track, oh. there is vendor all side by side coming down to the final corner, and that was uh, one of the windward cars, that wasn't the it? That was going up Russell the inside. Russell Ward, it was. Right, well, Russell going up the inside there of one of the automatic Astons. I think it was was it the zero nine? It was the ninety-seven car, I think. Right, okay. Yeah. But yes, he was fairly forceful across the uh, weekend. Across the uh, final corner
5: in uh, TCR, it was Britt uh, Casey Jr. who wasn't it who who had uh, set the pace. But I think, I think just before we went back, before we went to to red, Mark Wilkins went to the top in the car number ninety-eight. Did we talk about that? I can't remember. No, I don't Champ- think we did. Championship leader in the uh, number ninety-eight Hyundai Veloster. Good N-TCR. season for those guys. Yeah, really, really good. First full season in the Intermission and Pilot Challenge and. Looking to tie up the drivers' championship, lead it by just uh, 11 points coming into this weekend. But the manufacturers' championship, as I said earlier on, very very tightly
1: poised. And that'll be that'll be back to back championships for, for the Motorsport. They yep. won the teams' championship last year, not here in Imza, but that would be back to back championships, and with a brand new car. Now, admittedly, it's running the same underpinnings and running gear as the car, the i30N that they ran last year but with the new new body work some slight detail changes there and that's simply down to the fact that the i30N isn't a global car uh, neither is the Veloster N for example we don't get the Veloster N we do get the Veloster but not the Veloster N in the UK but we do get the i30N you get the i30 here in the States but you don't get the i30N which is very complicated, isn't it? So it makes a huge amount of sense for Brian Herter and the team to be running a car that can be bought here. As Through goes the black car underneath us, clicking off another lap. And it's been a pretty smooth transition to that new body shape, Jeremy. It's captured a few people's attention. In fact, we've had a couple running in Europe, uh, including at the Nürburgring, where there was, I think, three different types of uh, Hyundais running um, with the... Uh, the i40n, the Veloster N and there was another car running as well which I can't now remember it was the, the four door saloon car which was uh, just being launched and they ran one of those as well which was lovely very impressive another one of our real world road tests that you'll hear across the Radio Show Limited network the... Hyundai Santa Fe which is their uh, large but not gargantuan SUV, there is a bigger one than that over here and that went to Spa for the TCR500 with uh, Binksy, Bradley and Trusses, we also had one at Le Mans and the Nürburgring in that mega trip and everybody giving us great reports about that car and in fact uh, a couple of the IMSA guys have driven up from Daytona in the as well, and thoroughly enjoy it. My favourite, Smoggy, has just arrived. Dave Lister, who has been missing for far too long from the Imsa paddock, Middlesbrough's favourite son, is with us now. As the sun comes out again here, Jeremy Sean, John Hindev with Diana and uh, Shea down in the pit lane.
5: New second place uh, cars, actually, overall and in TCR. In TCR, Mason Filippi has gone into the second place, so splitting. The uh, championship leader, which is his teammates, uh, Mark Wilkins and Brick Casey Jr. now in, in third position. Overall, Jesse Lazar in number 69. McLaren have gone up into second place between uh, the Ford Mustangs, car number 60 of Kyle Marcelli and number 15 car of Sebastian Prio. But uh, in uh, in TCR, then, it's it's very close between those two, just uh, thousands of a second, actually, between each of the top three cars, Mark Wilkins, Mason Filippi, and Britt Casey Jr. Tom O'Gorman remains fourth, about another tenth of a second behind, so super, super tight in TCR, that's what we've come to e- expect. And Trenton Estep was, well, he was f- he was fifth, he's just now been dropped down to sixth, that's in the best of the Alphas, car number three for Trenton Estep, making his return again to racing. Last year's Porsche champion, Raced though only once this season earlier in the year in the Alpha, so back here for the season finale and hoping to turn this into a full time ride for next year. He was a very talented youngster who deserves it. But just ahead, moving ahead of him now in column 73 is Matt Pombo in the LA Honda World, column 73 at 129.2. So, boy, it is close in TCR. Overall, no. Changes at the front state. Uh, Nate Stacy has now taken the, uh, the wheel number 60 car after Carl Marcelli set that fastest time much earlier on. No real improvements on the front end of the GS
1: field. It's Jeremy Shaw just reiterating that news that we heard from Automatic Racing with Dinah Binks earlier on. Brand new third Aston Martin GT4 ordered and en route to Automatic Racing. The team doing the deals now to get all three of their cars in the Michelin Pilot Challenge next year. That's all you need to know about how Pilot Challenge is going at the moment. Uh, great variety of cars at the front of the field this year. I think we worked out, Jeremy, that pretty much every manufacturer at some stage had featured at the sharp end of the field. Now, whether that was in results or running at the front of the field... But it's been an extraordinary season. And I know BOP are are three dirty letters for some people. But fair play to IMSA. There are some very, very different cars here. And in GT4 in particular, the only way that the the challenge can work is if there is BOP. And it's worked really well. Yeah,
5: it really has. We've had six different winners. There's eight manufacturers uh, on a regular basis here. And six of them have won races. Mercedes has won three times. The only other multiple-winner is chevrolet camaro there's two wins for rebel Rot racing and then singleton wins for audi mclaren uh, ford and uh, and porsche coming into this final round and certainly you wouldn't count out the aston nor did the bmw the so bmw started the season really strong but uh, they've certainly uh, faded a little bit as the balances and performances have changed as the season progresses we it's been a little while since we have seen the bmw running at the front at the, the sharp end
3: Brick Casey Jr. It's a very different situation than 12 months ago. The pressure was on trying to win the TCR championship here at Road Atlanta with uh, Tom Long. Well, now you just get to come in and go for a race win. Much different situation, but are you enjoying it nonetheless?
7: Uh, yeah, it's it's a different deal this year for sure. Uh, believe it or not, this is the first time uh, my co-driver last year, Tom Long, and I have been on track with each other since this race last year. So it's a little bit of a different deal. Uh, I, I mean, I still hang out with Tom. We went to dinner last night. So um, we're, you know, we still keep up, uh, but it's really cool. You know, it's a different different type of race this year. You know, Michelin has brought out a really great tire. They made some really heavy investments in, in this track. Um, and it's it's fast. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun to drive a car here um, again. So it's, uh, you know, we're just kind of working through the nuances right now, you know, trying to find out um, I think right now is the most relevant to tomorrow's race so we're just trying to build our setup uh, the big little or the, the big little things if that makes sense you know the, the little things that make a big difference I guess is what I'm trying to say so that's that's all happening sort of right now but I think we feel good
3: track running as you can hear has gotten a bit quiet out there we're under a red flag for the 52 la honda world Uh, honda has stopped out on track at turn one so gives us more of an opportunity to chat now you've been working with mikey taylor again this weekend and every time i've walked by him standing on the pit wall he's been standing up with the radio held as high over his head as he possibly can what are you guys saying to each other nonstop around the track that is that important
7: yeah, well, we kind of got a little different different engineering deal this weekend. Uh, there's just a little bit of a shift on, on the staffing. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of covering a couple more bases, but I think it makes us look better.
3: Yeah, makes you even more of a, a favor for the fans out there. Good luck this weekend, Britt.
7: Thanks, thanks.
0: And now to dive with Kyle Marcelli. Carl, the objective is obviously to, you know, be the, the quickest man on track. And at the moment, you posted the fastest time during this practice session. So, guessing the strategy and the plan is coming to play.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I love this place. Been been coming here for a few years, and been fortunate enough to to drive this track and in a variety of different race cars. Um, but today, the Ford Mustang's working well. Uh, you know, we we rolled off the trailer with a pretty good car, and we've just been really fine tuning. Um, you know, and we'll see what we have for the long game. I mean, that was just, you know, one quick lap in qualifying. We need to be good for two hours and we're not so sure where we're at, uh, you know, over the, over the duration of a stint, but we'll find that out here in this practice and be good for the race.
0: The conditions have been changing all morning, haven't they? We've got sunshine now, which has changed the sort of dynamics slightly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we touched on the weather, you and I, it's, it's just gorgeous. And as a driver, you know, you love these cooler temperatures. Uh, the cars love them. Uh, when, when it was overcast, even, even earlier today, uh, the track was quick. Um, we'll find that it'll slow down a little bit here now that, it's, uh, that the sun's come out, but um, that's what testing's all about. You know, we figure this stuff out and uh, we'll apply it when it counts in the race.
0: As a driver that's experienced racing here uh, on a number of occasions, how would you describe it? Why is it so? Why do drivers want to come and race here?
2: Yeah, you know what? I think in in North America, I, I relate this circuit closest to uh, to Mossport, which is the home circuit for me. It's it's fast. Uh, there's a lot of elevation. Uh, it's a short lap, uh, so you just you're busy the whole time, and uh, and it's it's rewarding when you put one together because your heart rate's sort of through the roof the whole time, and uh, you know running the multi class racing uh, as well uh, over the years, and, and same sort of thing. There's just so much action happening. Uh, At every moment of the race, uh, you know, nothing really gets spread out. It's because it's a short lap. Uh, So it's just exciting. And I think the fans probably love it for that reason also.
0: Thank you, Kyle.
1: Yeah, that's a very, very good point that he makes. It is very similar in terms of the elevation changes and how busy it is too. the... uh, Old Motorsport Circuit, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Live from Trackside uh, with 13 minutes still on the clock. Clock is counting here. Another red flag interruption. Same car twice this morning. And uh, we're waiting for that car to be cleared from the circuit. No movement on the start stand at the moment. That was the uh, number 52 car that was causing us... Another red flag situation, the Colm and Mark Pombo, Elia Honda World racing, and it's Mark again at the wheel of that car. And what we don't know, of course, because we haven't heard, and we'll we'll get this from the team, I'm sure, is whether Mark's made a little mistake or whether there is some recurring issue with that car. We've uh, seen Hondas in the past with a a variety of of different issues, so I don't think this is... uh, Necessarily team related, and uh, but we did have we had which Honda was it that kept cutting out again? Oh, that was the thirty-seven, the Shelby Blackstock car, wasn't it? That they couldn't get to run, and they found that was a broken. Uh, the first of all, it was a broken spark plug or something bizarre like that, and then they had a bit of a problem with a an engine mount, which caused some problems uh, as well. So we'll, we'll keep our ear to the ground for that from what's going on down. In the pit lane. Here's how it stands. With the McLaren GT4 of Jesse Lazar. Splitting the two Mustangs now. 60 from 69. Nate Stacey last in the uh, Mustang. That leads with a 125.6. By almost half a second. From the McLaren number 69 of Motorsport in action. They've certainly come alive again. Towards the end of the season. No announcement there for 2020 season. Let's hope they're back. Really uh, never say die attitude from those guys at Mia Motorsport in action and certainly that McLaren has come on leaps and bounds. McLaren generally has come on leaps and bounds in this championship. Uh, Seb Prio is in the car that's in third position. That's the 15 Ford Mustang he shares with Austin Sindrik. Seb making his IMSA and Michelin Pilot Challenge debut this weekend after a successful season in uh, British GT. Uh, back over in Europe. Alan Brynjolfsson's car, the number seven. That's the bright highlighter yellow 718 Cayman uh, in fourth position. And uh, Those top four separated by six tenths of a second and four tenths of that is between first and second. TCR, Hyundai Velocity to the four, 98 from 21. The black 98 from the 21, that is the uh, N blue coloured car, eggshell blue if you like. Casey Jr. still with the third place in that number 17. Audi ahead of the 37. Shelby Blackstock. Honda Civic in fourth position. And those cars separate the top four by a couple of tenths of a second. There will be a penalty for the 73 who ran the light at the pit exit. So that'll be a stop and 60 second hold. And the 40 car uh, is going to get a penalty as well. The PF Racing Mustang that was leaving the pit box early. So that'll be a drive-through. So that again, the car uh, number 73, the LA Honda World car that uh, Matt Pombo is at uh, the has been at the Wheel of this morning with Mike Lamara. That's going to be stop and 60 and a drive-through for the PF Racing number 40 Mustang as well, both with uh, pit lane exit uh, infractions. Let's have uh, Shea Adam, who is... Getting her, uh, get, getting the app out that you normally use when you're hanging pictures. You know, you've got that thing with the little bubble in the spirit level. Well, she's got that out on the phone. And here's an aero update from Cher Adam down in the pit lane.
3: Thankfully, Honda does that for me. All right. They've got an alphabetized system to let me know which setting the wing is on. And I've looked at all the Hondas. They're all on A, except the one on the back of the flatbed coming in now. And there is quite a bit of damage to the oh, front really? of that car. Oh, it's been in hard. Uh, severe left side damage, and the nose is also crunched in. So the wing end plate is missing, but the wing is still there. Um, I'd probably be able to tell you what setting that one's on too. But in any case, that is back in the pit lane, so we should be able to go green here shortly. The only Honda that is not running the A setting, which is the most minimal, is the number 84 Atlanta Speedworks car. That's uh, Brian Henderson and Todd Lamb, and it's currently Todd Lamb piloting that car. That setting is on I, which (laughs) appears to be the second least downforce setting. does
1: Does it go A, B, C?
3: No, it goes A, D, I, G, or A, I, D, G. Uh, and then you can move it down from there on each of the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, so, so on and so so, forth. The,
1: so the flattest would be A, A.
3: So the flattest is A, A. Yeah. Uh, right now they are on I, I, which is the second flattest. So,
1: that... What it doesn't it, w-
3: make any sense in terms no. of an alphabet, but no. it, it makes sense in terms of what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's not
1: working for a seat assignment either on the way home on the plane. Thank you, Cher.
3: You're welcome.
1: As you can hear, the uh, engines have refired. Cars are going out for what will be the last eight minutes of this session. Pretty much spot on with uh, a couple of cars sitting out of position in the pit lane, including the uh, McLaren uh, down there, now which McLaren was that? Again, I'm just having to look through the tinted glass. Well, it, it's not the 75 car because that compass car is still sitting there. So was that, That wasn't the important actions car because I know that car, that's white and blue. So it must have been the 13 then, the AWA, Ori and Chris Green car. The Bumblebee
5: was, car, the yellow and black.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. More black than yellow at the back of that car, which was what was confusing me. Thank you, Jeremy. That was sitting out, not in the fast lane, but neither was it on the concrete of the pit lane either because it hadn't been able to get right over to its pit box. Uh, Full course yellow here is going to be very interesting if we get one in the Fox Factory 120, which is the feature race on Friday here. We'll have it live for you in sound and vision. And... Uh, whether you're here in the US uh, or further afield uh, then you can uh, watch and listen to that on IMSA radio, we'll hear the car engines as they start to come back out again as the early cars come by us and here comes the number 37 Shelby Blackstock car, now is it still Shelby that's in the car what a nasty shadow right across the field or a bit of daylight across the screen there, I'm not going to complain though because it's sunshine and that's exactly how we like it it is Shelby at the wheel of that car up and down season for those guys, they have led the championship Jeremy and then they had a couple of horrible races, didn't they in the 37 car uh, two races back to back the Road America round and then the CTMP round then pick their season back up again, oh Jeremy's broken the new blinds Give Jeremy anything mechanical. Is it that one to go up again? It can be... It can be. No, no, that's next door. Oh, I can't rate that one. <laughs> there you go, Jeremy. Take it down to get it up. Phew. Don't touch that again, no, Jeremy. No,
5: no, I'll stay right here.
1: We don't let them get anywhere near the remote controls <laughs> or anything else for the same reason. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, now we know it's not just electrical stuff; it's mechanical as well. <laughs> Even if it's just as simple as a roller blind, <laughs> Shaw strikes Sheesh. again. Is it? Never mind. Is it idiot proof? Is it sure proof?
5: Tested that approved. Shaw proof.
1: See, I'd buy that. I'd buy, if somebody had that on the telly, on the shopping channel, sure proof. That would do. That would do for We're me.
5: Bringing endorsement. I Absolutely. Reckon.
1: Last five minutes. Mustang, McLaren, Mustang, Porsche, then two EMGs, then the first of the Aston Martins is Akil Rabindra, again backing up his really great effort in the first free practice session for the Michelin Pilot Challenge. We're live on IMSA Radio across the world and on 98.1 FM here at the circuit. Been an inordinate amount of red flags today, Jeremy. Yeah. they have, I
5: agree. I'm not quite sure why. What Many of unsighting. them have been turned... F- turn f-
1: Early, or five, part, all early part of the lap. All early part of the yeah. lap. Yeah. Nothing often, beyond five.
5: Often we see cars in the. I, mean, I hope to be. Uh, the, the
1: I am writing the hashtag blame sure uh, here. Exactly
5: right. But normally uh, the, at the uh, 10 10A we see cars off there at the uh, at the uh, chicane in the gravel, don't we, yeah,
1: yeah, misjudging and braking Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Into the pit lane. The number 15 Mustang. I think that was Austin Sindrick in that car. It was. Brings it into the pit lane.
5: Yeah, that's the uh,
1: motorcraft Limerick car. For performance and Multimatic Motorsports. Pairing up for that one. For Seb Priot. The Guernseyman, Guernsey Islands. Just off the. Northwest French coast. But. Uh, very proud of their independence part of the British Isles I suppose the Channel Islands as we call them they have an independent parliament and are fiercely protective of their identity only part of the British Isles to have been uh, occupied during the Second World War And never, ever mix up someone from Jersey and Guernsey. It's worse than getting Aussies and Kiwis mixed up. Or somebody from Sunderland and Newcastle. You might get away with it once, but it'll be once only. So, check the flag in a couple of minutes or so. See if there's anybody improving. Yeah, there are some lighter colours on the screen. With people getting back up to... Speed. Devin Jones in the M4 BMW number 82. He's just done that car's fastest lap on a 128, 126.9. Beautiful weather now and temperatures will be rising as we head into the afternoon sessions. So we've now got 20,
5: 20 cars faster than the old lap record. Wow.
1: There is a lunch break coming up before we for about an hour before we head into the uh, Michelin what is next after lunch qualified for the the, uh, Michelin prototype Prototype challenge Challenge, yes Yes. which we will have live here Uh, however Kerry back in London will tell me what's going on on uh, IMSA Radio globally during the break there's no need for you to tune away on RS2 we've got a couple of sessions to catch up on that we didn't broadcast for you this morning Uh, it will be the prototype challenge free practice 2 in the break, in the lunch break and that will leave us time for something else as well I would think and then a real-world road test of the Audi SQ5 is what I'm being told thank you Kerry literally updating teleprinter videprinter like on the screen in front of me from London waiting for the soccer results to come through at the weekend there as well from Kerry although possibly not in my club's case we're having a bit of a crisis at the moment Last thirty seconds, then Jeremy. Who's on a quick one? Anybody? I've just sort of said, "Oh no, hang on, Spencer Pumpelly." And we've not seen again the championship leading car out there. Remember, they're not going to come out until qualifying. The thirty-nineer carbon Audi. That's there's nothing wrong. Don't read anything into that if you're watching timing and scoring. They're not going to risk the car. They'll take it out for a couple of laps in qualifying, Jeremy and. And then they'll start the race. Yeah, we heard from them earlier on in the earlier practice session today. The team
5: reporting that uh, they ran some laps yesterday during the test day. Happy with where they are. No point in, uh, in, in running until, until it really matters.
1: They know their way around here, Jeremy. It's not as if they're yeah. rookies around here. Neither are the drivers. So with the championship on the line that they can clinch pretty much by starting the race. What yeah. you don't want to do is roll a car into a small ball. Might no. not even be your you know, your fault. You could get hit by someone else, yeah. you can get caught up in someone else's accident, come over the top of a rise here, yeah. find a car in the middle of the track in front of you.
5: Yeah, but they, 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 they certainly want to keep up their, their qualifying record. They've, they've qualified only once outside the top four this season, so they want to keep that record uh, alive, I think, and they've come out this afternoon and... And set a good qualifying time. I guess it's tomorrow morning. Is it for, for qualifying qualify, uh, No, it's this afternoon. It's it, it? this afternoon, yeah. 4.10. Yeah. So, you know, they, they want to qualify well and then uh, have a good first lap and then go for it after that. Because really, all they need to do is start the race with the lead they have in the points.
1: Check the flag out, as I mentioned. See if there's any major changes. But, it's but it did improve. Yeah. Just outside the top 10, 11th, he goes in the number 18, more Speed Audi. Looks like the two Velostas are going to hold their positions at the top of TCR with the bulk of the TCR field having gone through. And it will be, yes it will be, the Ford Mustang number 60 that has the best time. Nate Stacey was, didn't take the car back out actually after that red flag. So Mustang McLaren, Mustang Porsche, AMG, AMG, your top six. That's the co motorsports car from the motorsport in action McLaren, from the 15 for performance Mustang, from the Volt Racing number no. seven Porsche 718 Cayman, then the 46 TGM AMG, and the Riley Motorsports High Point University car, the 35 Jim Cox and Dylan Murray in sixth position. And what, eight-tenths of a second? Yeah. And actually top ten pretty much in a second, aren't they? Yes, they are. So nice and tight at the top of the field. Uh, We'll get to the bottom of that 52 cars incident. Damage to that machine, which is going to give the team a little bit of work to do. Stopped out on the circuit earlier on, brought out a red flag, and then contact... Uh, that has caused issues for that car, and that car's behind the wall being worked on. get an update on that here at the circuit on 98.1. It's a lunch break coming up now. Ed Conway here at the track will be the next voice that you will hear, whereas on RS2, uh, stay tuned for IMSA Prototype Challenge Free Practice 2 and then a real-world road test with the Audi SQ5. Thanks for listening. More from Trackside here at Mortal Petit Le Mans, IMSA Radio, and our coverage continues here on RS2. This
0: programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit radiolemon.com.